This week's episode looks super different. We are not going to be talking about business unless by chance you're considering purchasing a rental property and you want to hear all about the tenants from hell. Today I'm chatting with my sister Alicia who has gone through hell and back when purchasing her new home. This episode is just really about dishing the tea, filling you guys in and what's been going on. Uh, So yeah, thank you so much for joining me and let's jump into this week's episode. Welcome back to The Daily with Emily, where I'll be serving you your fix of all things entrepreneur life, bigger and bolder selling, and the tough love mindset that you probably needed to hear. Okay, I've literally been begging Alicia to come on for like a zillion days and we had a spare minute. So I was like, please, like literally had to persuade her to come on and talk about this house situation that I think you guys are just going to think is so crazy. But also I just want to say you guys are not going to be able to tell us apart probably. So <laughs> best of luck to you. Um, but Alicia, do you want to just go ahead to say hello, introduce yourself? <laughs> hello. My name is Alicia. Um, I guess for those that don't know me, I'm Emily's younger sister. Uh, happy to be here. <laughs> I've never done a podcast before, so I'm a little nervous. It's going to be so great. Okay, so Alicia, I want you to just like start from like literally we buy our house. Like what's happening for you? We purchased our home two years ago. Oh my God. Like we're going back. Okay. Oh my God. This is going to be like a life story. Um, Okay. I was pregnant and we found out I was pregnant in January 2021. And then really shortly after... Emily moved in with us. When did you move in with us? February? Uh, March? No, in in April. Like the mid-April because we got put No, no, no. Sorry, months. sorry, sorry. You're right. We It was mid-March. Um, okay. So we found out I was pregnant and then Emily moved in with us because she was living, she was renting a basement suite at the time. So then she moved in with us because her boyfriend, husband works away. So it kind of just made sense for them to make, save money. Um. So that was super fun. Actually, I loved you living with us. Yeah. And it was it was kind of crazy because, yeah, like we – everything was like at that time just seemed like really hectic. Like Garrett was working away. I was alone. I yeah. was like – I hated living alone. I also, though, feel like it was in my life anyway a very calming time because maybe because after you moved out, it was like chaos for me. Since yeah. <laughs> no, and it, it was good. It was just a really exciting time. There was just a lot going on. But yeah, like we gave up our rental, purchased a home, and then we were like, okay, well, I, I like didn't really love living in the basement. So then I was like, I want to get out there as fast as possible. Wait, and you know what's really full circle is that you, it took you longer longer to close on your house because the seller had to get rid of their renters. Yes. So we're <laughs> going to be talking about tenants today. I had like a pretty okay, like it was really relatively yeah. like in the grand scheme of things, like really good. Um, but yeah, there were definitely like there was tenants and yeah, totally like we had to wait. I think we had three months. We had to get, it was almost, it yeah. worked out to be about three I think it was the because... 90 days. They have to give 90 days notice because mm-hmm. for selling the house or whatever. Yeah. And it was, so anyway, so we, we buy our house, we get, we, we move it in May. Yeah, it was like May 1st, you got the keys. Yes. And yeah, like we had like renovations. So you were spending a lot of time downstairs. Yeah, so my perspective of that was like, I was helping you guys paint upstairs. And then we had to get the basement suite ready uh, for you to rent. And I was painting down there. And the house that we owned was just across the road from yours. Um, And it was never like a forever home. Like we just bought it for just like get in the market. We bought it when I was 19 and Ashton was 22, 23 or something turning 24. Anyway, we bought it when we were so young just to get in the market and it was never supposed to be a forever home. It was just like a very regular house in a subdivision and we did a lot of work to it. It was a really good home, Um, but I was always finding, I was looking like what's next when, you know, I was always looking at the market and I said to Ashton, or I just said to myself that I was like, how funny would it be if we sold our house and like moved in here with you guys and just rented the basement suite until we found something else 
Um, also fun to sell. The market was really high at the time when we were thinking about selling our house. So I think we listed our house like in April. No, no, not April. That's wrong. Cause you didn't even have your house. <laughs> I think we listed our house in like June, June? July. Yeah. Like June, June, July. Totally. Um, and I think it was on the market for two months. Anyway, the craziness with that. And then our last day was August 20th. We were out. And then the next was like, we were fully moved into the basement suite. And I gave birth to Elliot, my daughter, um, September 11th. So I was like so pregnant when this was all happening. And it's been so fun being here the past almost two years, which is so I also like want to jump in here and say this as well, because Alicia was like, as she said, she loved her house. It was great. We bought our house and she was like, it just went like her yard was, she had a good size yard, but it was just like kind of an awkward layout. And we bought our house and we have like a really big backyard. And she was like, it's just so good with the kids. Like Mason, we only, she only had Mason at the time. Um, but she was like, I was so happy to like, it was just easy. Like he could kind of be outside playing. I didn't have to like worry about him. Like it was just, it was, you know, great. So then she was like, I just like, I'm ready for something different. Like I just need like a better yard. So she's like, you know, she had a really like normal, like nice standard, um, size home. And she was like, I just, I don't really care about the house so much anymore. I really just want to have like more of like a property type setting so obviously yeah and I said that that I was like I would downsize my house or have like a less nice house not that my house was like this amazing house but uh I would have a less nice smaller house to have like a way better yard I remember sitting out on your back deck and um with Ashton in the morning and he was having his coffee and breakfast and I was having tea or whatever. And Mason was like playing outside and we were just sitting on the deck. And I was like, we do not do this at our house. Um, Alicia, I'm having like an epiphany right now in this very moment. Okay. So we have never really had like a bad neighbor situation and you've just kind of had like all in all, like, I feel like you just have bad experiences. Like, just maybe your situation i'm like what's the pattern am i the problem (laughs) no no no. like what like for me i'm like what's the pattern that's coming up for you because it's yeah it's continuing but i liked when i was renting we had um oh yeah they were good like those that guy he was great alicia's neighbor like literally prior was like legit a pedophile oh my god like do i have to get into this okay but like (laughs) no but i'm like should i okay so our neighbor i'm like i didn't want to talk for that because i'm gonna be complaining this whole podcast episode so i'm like i don't want everyone to think that i'm so negative all the time but it's like so our last neighbor and he his house was like all these houses in the subdivision that we lived in were like split level so you walk in and it's like stairs going up, stairs going down. So our deck, our back deck was like kind of low because it wasn't like our basement was underground. Whereas his deck, his basement wasn't underground. It was like you walk in his front door into the basement. So all his stuff was above ground. So his deck was like towering over everyone else's. And um, so we had really hummed and hawed about like, could we put up a fence? Could we put up trees? But he still would be able to see over. So I always kind of thought he was weird. Like he moved in after we had bought our house, maybe a year or two after. And he was like this 42 year old guy. I think he was 42 when he moved in. And immediately I was like, this guy's like weird. Like he gives me these weird vibes. And I hadn't talked to him yet. And then the one time I did, and we hadn't had kids at this point. Um, the first time I did talk to him, I was outside and he was out on his deck. He's always out on his deck. Um, and it, right after he moved in, this is so sad, in the subdivision, these girls were walking their dogs and they were small dogs. And these big dogs jumped over the fence and killed these little dogs in front of these girls like it was really intense it was like the talk of the neighborhood that all the dogs had to be put down it was so sad so he is on his deck and he says did you hear about these dogs and I was like yeah that's so crazy it's so sad and then he continues talking to me about something else you guys not even like five minutes into the conversation he's like did you hear about those dogs and I'm like yeah like that's pretty crazy and sad like it was so weird so immediately I'm like something's like going on with this guy 
um, towards the end of us moving, like he was just always in our business. We couldn't even go outside because he was just like talking to us constantly. I'd be on the deck doing yoga and he was like, how's it going? Like, what a beautiful day. And it's like, read the room. Like I'm not, I'm not out here to talk or I'd be outside reading or something. He'd be talking to me. Um, Ashton had a guy he worked with and he ended up renting a room from this neighbor. And so we know directly from the source then he was at the house um, the cops showed up one night and he got served with sexual assault papers, like on a minor boy, which also we want to say, like, it's like, you know, people, whatever, yeah, like, I don't know. Is, yeah. Like, yeah. Like we never yeah. know. So like, it obviously wasn't like, you know, I, whether or not, like, obviously he was served those papers, but like at the end of the day, like, you never know, like what the situation, I was. don't know the boy. I don't know the family. I don't know the parents. Like, I don't. Yeah, whatever. So, but that was weird. Like, it is yeah. totally something to have, like, in the back of your head. Um, anyway, super long story, and there's just more weird things. But, oh, my God, no, really funny, though, last thing, is that he was, like, when Ashton was gone hunting, and I called you immediately because he was, like, I was outside with Mason, and then I had to go back because he's just talking, 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 and I'm, like, always just think this guy's kind of weird. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna also I'm kind of an anxious person. It's like, I don't want to make small talk. So I was doing laundry. And to get to our laundry room, you can go through the garage into the laundry room. And then the laundry room goes into our like the master bedroom. And he was asking like, when's Ashton gonna get home? Like, you know, he's been gone a while, whatever. And I'm like, any day, like tonight or tomorrow, like just kind of saying that. And then I went, I was going inside. I'm like, I gotta get back. I'm like doing laundry. And he's like, is that your laundry room right there? And was pointing to the window. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, can you get to the rest of your house from it? And I'm like, yeah. He says, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> I called you immediately. Cause I'm like, this is weird. And you were like, well, did he say it like nicely? And I'm like, I don't care if he said it like, that's great to know. It's like, unless he's interested in buying my house, like he shouldn't care about the layout of it. Like, it's I just so remember weird. being like, do you need to come stay in my house? I don't think I spent the night in my house until Ashton came home because I was actually scared. Like, I think I went and stayed at mom and dad's yeah. and I maybe came to your house. It was two nights until Ashton came home because I'm like, this guy's going to come in. Yeah. This is so weird. Um. Anyway, enough of that. But yeah, the past two years has been like crazy. Yeah, so Alicia, like, they move into the basement suite. They're, like, constantly looking for homes. They find this property, and they're, like, I mean, I went and looked at every house. I don't, I think I would have came to look at every single house with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, which, like, doesn't really matter. But I'm, like, I, like, it was just such a good, like, I remember, like, going there, too. And I was, like, this is going to be great. Like, it's so pretty here. It's close to our house. Like, we looked at other ones that were also good, but they were, like, far away from where we live. And, like, we're very close. Yeah. So, um, we, I was going to say that, that, like, we had looked at a few houses farther away, like, 30 minutes from where we're living with you. And it's a little out of town. So, it's hard because I, I do, um nails and eyelashes and stuff too so it was hard because I'm like I can't be this far out of town none of my clients will come see me and I always said if this house exact house was on Horner Road like we'd buy it immediately and then we went and looked at this property which like was kind of the same as these other ones we were looking at and it was on Horner Road and I was like this is it like this yeah yeah so then we end up so they go look at the house we're like yeah we we love it sorry <laughs> sorry this let is my just, dream house yeah let me just sorry let me just recap let me just backtrack for a second the property it had a lot of potential it was very private a private flat acre um but the the house was listed sorry the the property was listed we there was tenants in the property um like can we just explain like okay like walking and did we did we did we get to look no at it no day? okay no. so I'm like I have been yeah telling this story constantly and then this is why I wanted to come on to before we get into it because it's like I have been talking about this for the yeah. past like what we bought the house in October end of October so November December January February March April May like the past seven months yeah this has been my life and this is all I've been talking about so I was just saying to Emily that I'm like I'm done talking about this taking so much energy I feel like it's very negative I'm constantly like kind of feeling these feelings towards people dwelling on the story yeah Yeah. and I'm just like I just want to be done with this like let's move on so Emily was like we got to get you on the podcast so then when people ask about it's like just listen to the podcast yeah and then just like we're gonna tell the story just be done and then we're just like moving on we're like throwing away the keys yeah we're done we're moving on and like just 
new amazing things happening. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go on a huge talk now. Feel free to interrupt when you think of something, but this is my spiel that I tell everyone. So we went to look at this house and immediately like there, it's like you can already tell it's a hoarding situation. Like we walk on this property and the property is gorgeous. It's like so many trees and it's green and it's like very private. Um, but it's like there's eight cars in the yard <laughs> full of trash, like horrifying. Like they're like garbage bags of, of garbage. like paper. Like it was yeah, so yeah. weird. It was so weird. Um, like eight cars. I don't know. It was so weird. There was like shoes on the grass, um, just piles of garbage. Oh my god, there were shoes on the grass. Okay, like there were shoes on the grass. There was like one million. Other things. Oh my god. Yeah. Also, yeah. Like just, but I mean, just the randomness of it. Like it was like shoes thrown away on the grass and not like nice shoes like oh my child's left these shoes here it's like no these are garbage shoes that have just been thrown into the grass growing into the grass seriously like no one cares there's a little barn um that was stuffed full of garbage like we couldn't even go inside the barn because to the doors of the barn was stuffed of garbage um we also weren't allowed in the house the tenants living there, who I will explain in a second, wouldn't let anyone inside the house. So we went home and we were kind of like, Ash and I talked and I was like, I don't know, this like isn't like a good vibe. This is seeming complicated and like dirty. And him too. I also want to say, and like for people who maybe know us, it's like, I'm not a big snob. Like we grew up mm. in the country. It's mm. like our parents' house has garbage in it. It has like things around it has garbage okay no no no. sorry can I explain this like we grew up in the and I actually sympathize with people when you live like if you're listening to this and you live in the city like this will not resonate with you at all but like when you live in the country we don't have we don't have garbage and recycle service right so like your parents like have to load up the truck or whatever and like take, take it to like to the, the disposal yeah yeah you take it to the dump like there's no it's it's a lot more like there's a lot more extra work that comes into when you own a property like that right like and, and also everyone will understand it's like even not living in the country people in cities it's like people have trash you have things that you don't get rid of that you should but you don't have time to like tidy yeah. up like I'm not a snob my house isn't clean like I get it but like this is next level you guys like it's like trash bags just thrown on the lawn because they don't care it's not even like neatly piled it's just like tires everywhere i actually want to like pop in with that and sympathize as well like these people there's only one i mean we can sympathize all day and like that's and just we'll being, get to that and too. that's being yeah. empathetic but like just in general like, yeah it's, you know today like was a hard like not a hard day but like definitely yeah. like you feel sorry for these people but 100 but um you know and these people too like they only have a car so like and i think only like the husband drives yes um, right so like obviously like maybe getting to go to a dump or something like landfill yeah. like those things wouldn't be as sex accessible as it would be for all of us like we we have trucks like garrett has, right. has a truck so like that sucks i'm like i understand that that's hard but it's like there comes to a point where you well, I mean, it's so much deeper than I that. I don't want to be bashing them because for people just listening to this right now, it's like, oh, maybe Alicia's mean. But I'm like, oh, my God, it's been seven months of me dealing with um, this and yeah. these people. So maybe I'm coming across more mean than I have I in the past. I don't think you are. I don't think you are. I just like I think those are just like important. But you can know. say like it is really about like mental health and whatever, because no one wants to live this way. So like I can say and kind of judge them and sound mean right now. But it's like. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if they could live clean, they want to, right? We are sympathetic. Yeah. I would say that, like, the whole time we've been sympathetic. You walk in, cleaning out the house as we'll get into, like, you were yes. really, like, I just want to cry being in here. Like, I did just, like, cry over this, like, sad. for sure. So, okay, so we go home and Ashton and I are, like, kind of, like, humming and hawing. And then we make this decision. We're like, you know what? Let's just throw a lowball offer on this whatever like why not let's just shoot our shot who cares like we're like we're not even gonna get this property like whatever get it or you don't get it we yeah can. we're like whatever we're not attached to it who cares so we the property was listed for 279 and we gave them an offer of 225 and they came and our offer was subjects with um they have to move the tenants out like they have to evict the tenants which like we said at the start it's like emily bought this house and the seller evicted his own tenants, right? That's usually how it is. So they were going to evict the tenants. 
we wanted them to the sellers to have the whole yard cleaned up like whatever the tenants would leave behind the sellers would pay to have it removed and we wanted to see the house before we were like going through with this deal i also would just i think seeing both mine and your situation if somebody's listening to this and you're in a situation I would recommend to not take tenants over. Oh my God, fight for it. Unless you're planning on using that home as a rental. rental. Because I mean, that situation, like absolutely not. I literally remember saying that to you. I was like, I don't know, because my situation, it's just so much easier for the the seller to get rid of them. As soon as it turns out, it's like just this whole thing. Okay. Yeah. So the seller comes back, like, like we'll stick with a low number, but you have to take everything on. Like basically just like, as is, where is. So we thought about that and we were kind of like, I don't know. But then in the end, we're like, this will be worth it. Like, let's do it. This is kind of what we want. Financially, it made sense. And still, we were like, we don't have to buy this. Like, let's just jump through the hoops. Let's see if this is still worth it after our, like, subject removal date. And then let's make a decision. So (laughs) whatever. Like, we are, our offer is accepted. And then we spend the next, um, I think it was like a week or something and not even maybe a couple days. And all of a sudden our realtor calls us and he's like, okay, you're allowed to go in and see the house today at four. Like it was so random. It was like one o'clock or whatever. So Ashton was at work. So he didn't even get to come. And because these tenants were like, so like cagey. Yeah. Like it was such a bad vibe. So then that was weird. So I took my brother and sister with me and my I think my mom watched the kids and uh we went there and it was such a weird experience so we went in and everyone was home so I'll tell you a little bit about the tenants um so it's a mom and a dad and I guess they're in their 60s like if I had to say and then it's their three kids living at home with them in this house age 35 to 42 and no one in this house works except for the mom two days a week. That alone, like, again, not to judge, but it does give you a kind of idea of, like, who these people maybe are. Also, this is coming from, like, I mean, we know nothing about these people. I used to work. I know, like, I don't want to say too much because it's, like, I don't want to come across as insensitive or mean. But the fact I've been dealing with them and then the reason why I'm coming off insensitive and mean is because of the things that I've been dealing with with them in the past seven so months. and i'll also say this like my first like real job was i worked at a liquor store like the, the husband was constantly in like he right. doesn't work right um the kids like we just know from like other close friends like who have right. you know these people who are also close like their family yeah. family friends of these people are like same age they've seen them around town and stuff and also like <laughs> you can hear rumors and you can take in what you want to take but also at the end of the day like we visibly have seen this as well and i think there's hundred percent that as well a hundred percent so it's like like it's not normal behavior yes and not that any of them weren't lovely meeting them yeah. Like it was fine to yeah. be there. Yeah, like absolutely. no one was mean at that time. Um, but it was a very, it was a really awkward situation. Let's keep in mind, I have bought a house before and I've looked at a lot of properties before. Um, so I kind of know what it entails to go look at a house. Mm-hmm. And all the houses I've looked at, no one's home. No. Like you go in and that's when you can imagine like, oh my, like my life's you're here, right? You're literally looking, like, you, when you go into a home, you're looking in the cupboards, you're looking at drawers, you're like, 100%, how does this yeah. door open? Like, how does you that want feel it, yes. Okay, like, no, that doesn't. Okay, what would we renovate? What would we do to renovate this home? Like, is it, you know, is it salvageable in this situation? Absolutely. Every single time I've looked at a house, and it's probably countless, and I've looked a lot with you too yeah. when you were looking, it's like no one has been home. Um, so it was right away really uncomfortable because – that's five adults age 35 being the youngest one there to like 60 something. I guess they're in their 60s, the parents. So we go there and it's like immediately the dog's barking and jumping on us. And not that we're not dog people. We have our own dogs and not, you know, whatever. But again, it's like, I'm here to look at this house. I have an offer on that I'm going to like imagine my life in. And it's being taken away from this because of this atmosphere. It's like this dog's barking and jumping on me. This whole family's home. So we walk in and this woman, the mom, is showing us the house. Like my realtor didn't come in. The woman's okay. showing us the house. <laughs> we also want to say Alicia's realtor is amazing. Like we love Alicia's realtor. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with the realtor. Um, okay. So yeah, nothing about my realtor. He was amazing. But we had also had um, 
we knew it was going to probably need like a septic in there and stuff. So we had our guy come with us. So he was outside talking to the realtor, like my septic guy. So they were talking. So then we went into the house. So my brother, sister, and me went into the house with the dog jumping all over us. This woman showing us around her house. And the whole time she's talking to us about how much this house means to her. It's like this huge sob story. And it was sad. Like we were like, oh my, Emily was like, it is so hard moving so hard anyway like she was like I can't imagine you know and she was saying to you I'm sorry there's so many things in the house I've been meaning to clean up my mom passed away like yeah I'm like I'm sorry it's such a mess whatever and it's like we sympathize also I will say like I like our mom literally has so many things like it's not the same <laughs> that's level. what I'm saying that's what I'm saying is that yeah. it's like I'm not speaking of this from judgment because we grew up in a place where it's like people have junk like I get I have junk it's just like we walk into this house. It was very dark and there was pathways through the house because there were so many items and belongings. Like there were just everywhere, like things all over the floor. <laughs> they were stacked up. remember specifically the, that there was three vacuum cleaners like in the, in the corner. Like that's Like where... it's just like <laughs> collecting these items. The kitchen counter, like you could not see the house because you were just looking at the items in the house. The kitchen counter, like it was so full of items that you, there was no kitchen counter. And there was a table in the middle of the kitchen, also just full of items. Um, there was pathways to the bedrooms because it was so many things. Um, yeah, like it, literally picture like what, like ants, how they have like. Seriously, <laughs> like a tiny goat path to get to the bedroom. Yeah. And uh, so there's three, three rooms in the house and they're all side by side. And, um, everyone was home. Like, it's like the 35 year old son is like in the room when we're looking in there. I don't think we walked into a single bedroom. No. Cause it was so awkward. It's like this 42 year old daughter comes creeping out of her bedroom and we're like, Oh, hi. Like, it's like so awkward. I could not wait to get out of there and not because like, like, yeah, they were giving me some sort of vibe. <laughs> But this would have been very uncomfortable if this was a really normal situation too. If I would walk in to look at a house and people were there, like just having dinner or something, or just like like in their room playing video games, I'd be like, oh my God, sorry. Like, I, you know, it's like, I'm oh, here to look at the house. I'm not here to like disturb you. This is making me so uncomfortable. But you want to like talk about the house. Like you want to be like, oh my God. Oh, I'd like- fix this. Oh, I'd, Yeah. yeah. Um, I and, don't like this. I like this. And like you said, like, that's when you kind of snoop around. Like, I'm looking under the bathroom sink. I'm doing whatever. And I'm not feeling comfortable enough. Also, with, not snooping to, like, look at what they have. Snooping no, at, no. Like, what the what the situation of the house is. Exactly. Like, I want to check out these pipes under the bathroom. It's like, I want to, yeah. Like, I'm going to open this kitchen drawer and stuff. Because it's like, this is going to be my house. I have an offer on it. This is where I'm going to live. So then, couldn't wait to get out. of. Oh, also, the husband was hammer drunk like he's always hammer drunk so it was such an awkward uncomfortable situation again the dog or the dog is jumping all over us the whole time we couldn't wait to get out of there we get out and um then you know the next little bit is like us dealing with we're calling the local i don't know what it would be called um like if you live in a town it's the city of whatever that would do your garbage and your your permits and stuff were that's who we called they're called rdno here yeah i don't know i don't know what it what yeah it so is. we're like with the rdno um anyway yeah, just basically where they like tell you what you're allowed to do permits, yeah like permits like, garbage disposal water whatever so that's like who we kind of report to when you're doing these things so after you know discussing with them and talking to our mortgage broker and stuff it's like there's no foundation on the house so the house isn't financeable by a bank it's like we cannot have a mortgage with that house so from the sale of our house we did have quite a big down payment but it wasn't enough to like completely pay off like buy it out right so we did need a mortgage so then we kind of had to reroute our plans of like okay we either have to build or get a modular home on the property um, so then we started looking at different modular home companies. We found one we liked, and then it was like, we decided to go with that one. That was our new plan then. So then our plan would be that we're going to buy this house. We're going to evict these tenants. We're going to move on to the property and live in the house until, 
you know, we can do all this site prep. We had no idea what this entailed, but in our minds, this was kind of like what we're dreaming it's going to be like. We're going to live in this house. We're going to work on the yard, work on cleaning things up, you know, because in our minds, we're kind of doubting that these tenants are going to take their eight cars full of garbage. We're going to have to kind of clean that up. So we're going to live in the house, clean up the yard, get it ready for our new modular home to be put on, put our new modular home on. Um, And then we had kind of decided, because again, we were calling RDNO talking about like different solutions. So our yard is small enough. We can't have two dwellings on it at the same time. So we'd have to decommission the current house when our new house comes on. And this is all like so the bank would basically let you purchase this house. Yes, exactly. So we had to, we, our closing date was five weeks, which is so not normal. It's usually two. Like it was such a big thing. We needed to get the well tested. We needed to get, it was so crazy. Um, we had so many appointments we had to go through. It was really hard to get a mortgage on this property. And Ashton has like a really good stable job. He's worked at for almost 15 years. It's like, we have good credit. We have like this huge down payment. It's like on paper, we look really good. And like banks, I mean, we never missed one of our old mortgage payments. It's like, you know, um, okay. So then we go through, we have that. That's our decision. We're going through it. And I remember the last day, it was a Friday. And this was when it was closing. This was the five weeks. And I was crying at our mortgage broker office. And I was crying. I was like, what if I don't want to do this? And she was like, then you don't have to do this. Like, this is no problem. We'll just find like a different house, different place. And uh, Ash and I had this big talk in the truck then. And I was like, I'm like really scared. Like I'm nervous for these tenants. I'm nervous for this huge job like we're kind of taking over a tenancy. I've never wanted to be a landlord. I've never had, I've never been a landlord. I don't know the rules. So I was really scared about that. And Ashton was just like, this is really what we've like talked about. Like, as I said at the start, it's like, I'll settle for a smaller house and a beautiful yard. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is it, right? So we go through with it. The money goes through. It's like this huge thing. I have to take like a $45,000 check to the bank. You know, like it's like intense to the lawyers. Big stuff. Very overwhelming buying a house, right? Such a big purchase anyways. And this on top of it felt like so much more. And then for the next like two months or that night, um, after the deal went through and all the money went through that night, we went and served our tenants the eviction papers. So this was kind of tricky because we weren't sure what to serve them with. The BC Tenancy Board branch or whatever has on their website, when you evict someone, you have to print off these documents and you have to circle and check mark and fill these out while you're evicting them. So there was a couple different options. Like there was one option that was for demolition or extreme renovations, but we weren't going to demolish it and we weren't doing extreme renovations to the house either. Um, And we had called the tenancy board about that because we were planning to decommission it eventually once we got our new house on. And there's no option for that. We can't evict someone for decommissioning. They just didn't have that option. So they didn't know. They were like, we don't really know what you should like circle and fill out for that. Um, And our realtor just advised like, well, I would just do the occupying the property so that's a two-month notice eviction for us to occupy the property which is what we were going to do it's like we're going to move on to this property like I said we're going to clean up the yard once that's all done we're going to decommission the house get our new house on so we serve them this notice at end of no end of October and we brought a witness they signed you know, we signed, our witness signed, our realtor came with us. So he signed. Um, they weren't happy about it, but, you know, they knew this was coming. It's like we, the house was sold. They also are paying like measles for rent. Like even if you, <laughs> even your guys' purchase price without the modular home getting put on oh. is more expensive than they were paying Okay, yeah. Like it was so a terrible, like, can I say that? Like, so they were paying $600 a month rent. Which is like crazy. Like, I don't know where anyone lives. It's like, that's insane. 
And I do get to that in my story. It's like that $600 a month doesn't even cover the interest on our mortgage. It doesn't even cover half of the interest on our mortgage. Like it was doing nothing for us. So how that works is they have to pay the one month. So they have two months now before they have to move out. Their last day was December 31st. They They have to pay the one month rent and then they get their last month rent free. That's like the rules. So that was fine. So... Yeah, they paid rent for November and then December and whatever. We get this call from the mom, the woman, um, the week of Christmas. And she's like, our rental fell through. We're going to be homeless. And this is going to be a theme in this story, you guys. And this is why I feel like I'm so bitter and it's so negative. It's like, she's very poor me. Like, it's very manipulative. It's like, we're going to be homeless my kids you know like this huge thing like okay your kids okay fine but like they're fully grown adults like they're 35 38 and 42 it's like like i'm 29 years old and like my parents not having anywhere to live has nothing to do with me like i would house them (laughs) yeah and it's like yeah so that's so hard and it's been it it was just like a huge sob story and ashton so we took the day because she left that on a message so we took the day and immediately I called the tenancy board because again, like I'm scared. It's like, we don't know how to be landlords. I don't know what this means. Can we like kick them out? What if they're going to squat now? What if they're going to refuse to leave? What is like the hoops I'm going to have to jump through to make sure this is all like official and legit. And like, you know, everyone's kind of protected, like them included. It's like, whatever. So then, yeah, the tenancy board was kind of like, well, you could just start a dispute resolution right now, but this could take months and, you know, whatever. So then Ashton calls back and he basically says, and let's keep in mind, I'm renting right now from my sister and we pay her rent. Like we live in her basement suite and we pay her rent every payday, every two weeks we pay her money. And now we're also been paying rent and our mortgage. So this is like a lot. And Ashton and I, it's like, we don't, we're very middle-class. Like, it's not like we're these crazy, we're, we're a young middle-class family who like works hard for the things we have. So that's a big stress on us. And when I have two kids, it's like, I'm at home with the kids. I'm working, taking care of them. Ashton just had called her back. And he, Ashton is so sweet. Like, he's the one who's been dealing with them the whole time. And he's been nothing but so nice to these people. He went out before Christmas and bought her a gift from this, like, local handmade, like, artisan shop of, like, these beautiful lotions and stuff and soaps and whatever to give to her. And he never actually got the chance because now she's like messing us over. The- well, and, and it was actually funny because when she calls, I remember this. Like, she's like, oh, we're going to be homeless. And Ashton's like, you know, I really like he's sweet. And he's like, oh, I'm sympathetic to that. But he was like, you know, we're paying so much money for our rent. We're now paying a mortgage. Your guys' rent doesn't even cover a fraction of what even what the interest is. Um, and you know, like I, my wife works out of her home. So like she, like my, my wife needs somewhere to work. So like our plan was to move onto the property. Um, so she had somewhere to work. So she was, he was like, that doesn't work. Like we, he ended up giving them an extra 10 days to move out, but he wasn't like, you know, he was like, we unfortunately like, cause I feel like with these people too, like, I, I think this just needs to be noted that like, especially like, I remember at the, this moment happening, like I felt bad for them. And I was like, okay, that, that really sucks. And we did too. Like we did too. And you discussed and you're like, should we like rent to them for longer? Like, you're like, I mean, we'll figure something out. But eventually it just kind of came down to the fact that it was like, it it now has proven very much as well. Like it just continued to go and be a self story. And like, if you guys would have like literally let them stay, like they probably would still be there. They'd still be there. That's, I believe it like in my gut. So they Ashton was basically like he's very sweet and then he was just stern he was like what do you expect from me right now because he's like I'm renting right now and I will also be homeless I need somewhere to go like it's Mm -hmm. like this is putting everyone back you want to rent to people we're going to move out you're going to rent to someone else the basement you guys had also like told us that you were going to be leaving yes so we were like preparing for that we like very fortunately just had we hadn't actually listed the the, the suite because we had some like a little bit of renovations to do so we were gonna like Alicia and Ashley were gonna move out we were gonna do like this a couple things we need to do plumbing wise and stuff um 
So that like lo- like literally with the grace of God, thank God. Because <laughs> well, imagine how, like you guys give your notice and then we're like, how lucky am I that it's my sister? Because if it was not, we would yeah. have given our notice and then we'd be homeless. So, so yes. it's like that's kind of what Ashton was saying. That he was like, you know, what do you want from me? So he was he had called her back and just kind of said that and said, I've called the local motel in our town and they have vacancy for you like they have two rooms and it's pet friendly and whatever so he's like you know that might be like a good option for you guys until you can find a rental so they kind of discussed that and that's like what was settled on I guess like she had made it known that that's what they're gonna do then oh they were kind of in contact the next like after Christmas and stuff just talking about like she's like we're still packing whatever okay so then it was weird because January 1st was like on a Sunday or a Monday and then the stat was like the next day. So then it would have been really awkward because we can't do anything until the weekends because we both work like Ashton's working. He can't be moving our stuff over there until, you know, Saturday, Sunday. So he had just said that on the phone to her like, you know what, I'm going to give you instead of you being out on the th- December 31st, I'm going to give you instead of the Sunday, you can leave on the Friday like you can have that extra week. He's like, because I can't really do anything until Saturday. So then, yeah, she was like so grateful for that. And then he called her Friday. Um, We're supposed to be moving in on Saturday. And he just was like, I'm so excited. I'm going to come over at 2.30 today on my way to work and grab the keys. And she was like, well, there are no keys. And he's like, well, there's mail keys or something, you know, like whatever. And she was like, okay. So then he stopped by on his way to work at 2.30 and she wasn't home. And he's like, gives her a call. And she's like, sorry, I had to run out. At this point, Ashton was like, okay, you're like messing with me now. Like you're not being, like you're being kind of like sneaky. Because if this was me, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I had to run out. I've left the key for you here. You know, it's kind of evasive. So he was like, okay, all right his tone, his tone kind of changed. He was like, I'm coming by after work at two o'clock in the morning. That's when I get off. I'm bringing my friends because like, I'm excited to show them my new house. We're going to have like kind of a party. He's like, and you won't be here. And that's all he said. Like, he's just like, you're not going to be here. So then she's like, yeah, okay. Let's keep in mind that Ashton has never seen inside of this house. Okay. (laughs) He did not come with me, Emily and Davis. So he shows up. And he brings my brother. He didn't bring his friends. He brings my brother. And you got like, there's no pictures of the. You guys can't see pictures of this. We have pictures and videos of what Ashton walks into. This whole house, it looks like someone's living here. There's mattresses on the floor. There's like the kitchen looks the same as when I went to see it. <laughs> Actually, okay. Look around the current space that you're listening to this. If you're looking in, if you're listening to this in your home, if you're listening to this car, in your car, whatever. Look around the space that you're in right now and think to yourself, if I were to quadruple the amount of things that are in this exact space, what would that look like? And then that would be the current. And then you just up and left. (laughs) You just left. You were like, there you go. And I'm gone. So this is them moved out. So Ashen is horrified okay he comes home I wake up in the morning to him he sent me this video of him (laughs) seeing this house being like what he is shocked he's like feeling hurt he's feeling taken advantage of like we're confused because we're like are you not moved out like there's their beds are still there it's so weird there's food on the counter it was kind of weird too because when we first went to look initially like I remember I literally remember saying we talked about this a lot I remember walking in and being like, oh, like the kitchen's really cute. Like it yeah. was very cabiny type style. Like the house obviously like, it will obviously like at that point wasn't going to end up being the long-term home. Right. But it was cabiny. It was, it, from what it looked like, from what we could see, it did look okay. Yeah. Also, I'll say this again. We didn't live in a mansion. Like we grew up in also in a very cabiny type home. Yeah. It had a good foundation. Like it was a solid home. But like, you're like, you know, we, my mom to this day doesn't have kitchen cabinets or kitchen yeah. covered doors. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's all good. But I remember literally saying, like, what a cute, like, the kitchen's cute. And how much could, like, just cleaning something up yeah. make it better, right? Like, so you're it's expecting like, coming, well, and actually I'll say that as well because it's, it's literally a fucking disaster. But I remember saying to Alicia that I was, like, going into a space like that, like, you know, you see, like, the hoarder videos on TikTok. And it's, like, you see these, like, crazy, like, disgusting situations. Um, but the houses are, like, nice. Right. So you're like, oh, right. okay, like, oh, disgusting, but like, we're going to clean and it's going to be okay. 
Um, yeah, slap a new coat of paint up. <laughs> yeah, or like we looked at that one house that was like literally also shit, like literally yeah, foundation, yeah. like trash. Yeah, but it was very clean, like it was dusty. Yes, it very clean. In. It was like yeah. a vacation, yeah, rent, like a vacation home. Um, but it was yeah, like very dusty, but like clean. Yeah, but the house was shit. Like the foundation was shit. Yeah, so yeah. you walk in there and you're like, oh, okay, like this house isn't gonna work. As for the situation was just like literally you guys, the worst so case. overwhelming. So then Ashton. So yeah, if we wake up Saturday, so Ashton calls her immediately because he's like, and he leaves a message and he's like, hey, like it's Ashton. He's like, you know exactly why I'm calling. She's not answering. Like she's sending it to voicemail. Okay. Like rings twice and he's leaving a message being like, you know why I'm calling. So we couldn't get over there right away because we were waiting for my mom to come watch the kids. And then we had friends coming over to like help us move and stuff, help us go over to our new house and maybe clean or like whatever we're going to do, you know, on moving day. And we go over there and they're there. The family's there. The kid, the three kids are there. The mom and the dad, they're all at the property having a bonfire. (laughs) So Ashton and my brother walk in and Ashton's like, hey like what what are you doing here and they're like well we're trying to clean up and ashton's like today like it's like move out day was yesterday guys you've had two months what's going on and they're like well we're gonna try and then um my brother was like well what is here that's valuable to you guys and they said not much (laughs) so then ashton was like listen take the day like take till it gets dark you have a few more hours and Like, take whatever you want. Take what's valuable to you guys, and then we'll just deal with the rest. And they said, you do that? And he's like, yes. Like, you know, in our mind, he's like, I just want to get this over with. Like, I'm ready to clean. I'm ready to, like, you know, Also, as you said before, like, oh, oh my God, they had – well, it really made me mad – was that they had that guy. Like, they had one friend helping them. It was an older man, and he had like a tiny a truck, tiny like old Toyota. That I'm like, you could pack like one mattress, in <laughs> two like, boxes at max. Yeah. Like it was so small. So like we sympathize. We're like, yeah, like again, we're still sympathizing with these yeah. people. Like this yeah. really sucks. You only have a car. Like how are you supposed to move a couch out with a car? Also, okay, I will say this. I will say this. I moved out of my home. It when I moved to my sister's house, I didn't have storage because I was between houses. I also only have a car. Like, my partner works away. He has his truck, okay? I figured it the fuck out. I was moved out 15 days before I needed to be moved out because I was productive. I was efficient. I packed that entire house by myself, a single person. We had storage, tools, like, lots of stuff. I mean, they have so much more stuff than I have. But I'm like, oh my god, they also this. have five full-grown adults to pack. You yes. had you. And I also I work full time and they do not work. So there it's like you can look at these factors and it's you feel bad. But like for me, I felt bad because I was like, they only have a car. So then Ashton being like, okay, we all have trucks. I have friends, like everyone has trucks. We'll just deal with it for you because it's gonna be so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um also on that note, I will say back to when I moved from my house, let's keep in mind. I moved, our last day was August 20th. I had my daughter September 11th. I was like nine months pregnant moving a freaking house and I got it done and I cleaned that house top to bottom. So it's like, what's like, what's the excuse? Because like I was nine months pregnant moving a house, you know, yeah. like you're saying, it's like you work full time and I was t- raising a toddler and working full time. Yeah. And I, like, no problem, got it done. We were moved out for sure by August 20th. Ashton works full time, like, whatever. So he felt like it was weird, though, and our sympathy was lessening for them. Um, Okay, so then the next day, we are doing research on the tenancy board website and stuff, and we legally have to keep all their stuff safe for 60 days. So for us, we're like, this is crazy. That means like all their garbage outside. That means their cars. That means like whatever. So we went home and we typed up on the computer this um, document that just says we and then we left it blank for them to write their names are surrendering everything on the property to Ashton and Alicia. And there were spaces for us to write our names. Um, Everything on the property is not valuable. Uh, We don't want any of it whatever we have this document we print out two copies we sign our names we whatever and 
because we're, you know, we're preparing ourselves now to protect ourselves because this is now looking a little hairy. So then we go there the next day and the only thing different that we notice is now their mattresses are burned. That's it. They've taken nothing else. Nothing else. There is, if you guys could see these pictures, there's clothes on the bathroom floor covered in mouse poop. Everything in the kitchen is still there. There is a dish rack with dishes on it drying with mouse poop on the dish rack. There was like, one bed that was slept in. Mouse poop all over the mattress. All, like all of, over the bedding. All of the beds, when we saw it, had no sheets or pillows on them. And when Ashton went there Friday night and he has a video, it's like there is mouse poop on these mattresses. Like it's not good, okay? Like they should not be living like that. And so this is what we walk into Sunday. So Ashton immediately goes over to the motel then and asks them to sign this. Because we're like, yes, the tenancy board states that we have to keep their stuff for 60 days. But does that state everything? Like, or does that mean, you know, you left a couch food behind? Food in the fridge. Food in the fridge. Garbage. Like, they're, they're like, shampoos. Toiletries. They didn't take, did not take anything. They took nothing. So it was like, this was so overwhelming. They signed it willingly. We had a witness. They were like, they signed it. They have a copy of this document, whatever. So to the best of our knowledge, then we're done with them. We're like, great. Let's like go, you know, clean this place up. So for the next month, that was January. The next month we spent every day. My dad was there. Um, he's retired. And every day he cleaned that whole house. He went through every single thing you know, what's trash. He burned a lot. He threw out a lot. Like I said, it's like there, there was, was things like, like for me, I, this was like such a memorable piece to me, but like picking up, I had gloves on, but like mm-hmm. a wet area rug in the kitchen, like just like oh. sopping wet yeah. on the floor. Yeah. And they smoked in the house for 13 years. They lived there for 13 years. But you know what's so funny? And like I, we talk about this a lot, like the house didn't seem so rancid when we were there. there. No, I know. This, I don't know if they like because it was in the winter, so like, yeah, the, just the smell of being in a smoked-in home. It was like it was wet, so like the air was wet, bad, and it was dark. Like it just was dark in there. It was very yeah, weird. Yeah. The vibe was not good, and was that because I was so overwhelmed too? Probably. Like it was just mm-hmm. so sad. Like Ashton and I felt so like heartbroken that this was now our home. And, like, people since have come in and been, like, this is a liability to have on the property. Yeah. It should be condemned. My one regret is as soon as we walked into the house and saw that, I wish we would have gotten it inspected. Yeah. Um. Again, we didn't get it inspected with our subjects because it was just going to be, like, a decommissioned building. We were going to have it as my studio or Ashton's shop. Like, And also, like, I just, like, it's an important point to note that I think just, like, recapping back that, like, the house, you guys, like, you couldn't really see what was going on. It looked, it looked, in my opinion, semi-livable. Oh, my For God. For a couple of months, like, to make it through so you're not, like, spending a bunch I of wanted money. to have my salon in it. Like, I'm like, oh, great, yeah. I'll put new floors and, like, paint yeah. it. Like, you guys, I was under the impression that, like, this was going to be fine. And our dad used to be a carpenter. So he, like, he was, again, like, salvaged some of the wood. You guys, like, it was literally trash. Like, you guys. everything. So what I've been saying, like, to my clients, because everyone's been on this, like, wild ride with me for the past bit. It's like, um, yeah. So for the next month, we spent, my dad was just cleaning. He's throwing a lot out. It was really crazy. And it was overwhelming. And we go in there. Um, and, yeah, like I said earlier, it's like I was crying about this. I was very emotional about this because on one hand, I felt really upset that this was what we've spent our money on and I felt taken advantage of. We felt really, you know, disheartened, sad, mad. Um, Also, a lot of sympathy for these people. Like we've been talking about, it's like, I am so upset that, you know, people are living like this and not even judging them at that point. It was like really upsetting that, I don't, I don't know. I can't like say, but it's like maybe there, there has to be like some mental illness going on when it comes to hoarding, right? It's like you don't want to get rid of anything. Um, I had known that her mom died, I'm, I mean, years ago, I think. So I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. She doesn't want to get rid of 
maybe some of the stuff was her mom's. Um, but just back to my own thing is that I was feeling really upset also that this is what we've worked. We work really hard for our money and this is what we're choosing to spend it on now. And then they left without saying anything. They were there, I think, for two hours. They left without saying anything. And Ashton tried to call immediately because in his mind, he's like, okay, are you, you didn't even grab what you were asking for. So like, are you coming back for another trip? Are you coming tomorrow? Like your last day is Monday. So, you know, what's the deal? Things that she had said, like, this is my mother's. I like, this means so much to me. And she didn't grab. So Ashton's like, I think you're coming back. Like, what's the problem? So he tries to call her and she like sends it to voicemail. So then he tries to call her again and she picks up and he was like, hey, I'm just wondering, like, are you guys coming back? What's the plan? And she's like, I can't hear you and hangs up. She's like, I'll call you back and hangs up. Now she does this all the time. When he has spoken to her in the past, it's been fine. And then once he says something like, I have a letter from my lawyer to bring you, she's like, I can't hear you. Like, I'll call you back and she'll hang up. So Ashton's like, of course, like it's just her tactic or whatever. So then... We don't hear from them. She doesn't call him back. So then he calls her again, um, maybe like 15 minutes after that. And he's left the property now. And he, she sends it to voicemail. It rings twice, sends it to voicemail. So he leaves a message just saying, uh, I'm, I didn't hear back from you. I'm gone now. I've locked the gate. But I'm more than happy to come back and let you in. Just give me a call. Like, I'm free all day, whatever. We don't hear from her. Sunday comes, he tries to call again and she sends it to voicemail and then she sent like an automated text that said, sorry, can't talk right now. Um, so she in the past has said that she doesn't text, which I'm sure is true. Um, that automatic test, like text, you can just like click on it or whatever. Okay. So then, uh, I, yeah, I just said Dash, and you need to text her. So there's like proof that you've texted her and he just sent her this big text. It was really lovely. He just said, Hey, you know, it's Ashen. I know you're super busy, but I just wanted to text and let you know, like I'm free today. There's still a lot of items on your list, uh, that we know that you wanted back that you didn't grab. So are you coming back today? I also work tomorrow, the Monday. Um, but I could come if you make a time, I have to make sure someone's watching my kids because I was also working then. So he sent this, whether she got it or not, whatever. So she doesn't call back until Sunday night. And again, you guys, it's this huge sob story. She's like, we're dealing with a tragedy, like this huge thing. Also, another sob story, when she called Ashton to set up the time to come to the property to get the items that she wanted, it was this huge thing. Ashton's like, you realize Monday's your last day, right? And she was like, well, yeah, I like had just gone through this big surgery. And we're like, what? Like it's, and maybe she did, maybe she did. But this whole time it's like, has there ever been a more unlucky person? Like she's always dealing with a tragedy. There's always a thing going on. So then, yeah, she's dealing with a tragedy, whatever. Ashton was like, well, can your husband like come pick up some items? And she was like, no. And then he's like, what about your kids? And she was like, no. So he's like, all right, well, let me know. And uh, she said, like, I know that after this, like, you were allowed to dispose of everything. And he kind of just didn't say anything about it. Um, I am getting, like, a little bit ahead of myself, though, because back to the house, back to, like, end of January when we were cleaning out, um, the more we cleaned the house out of the items, the worse the actual house got. Like it was like, oh, there's a hole in the wall. Oh my God, this window's broken. It's like, look at this huge mold spot. Like the more, the cleaner the house got, the worse the actual house got. It was horrible. Um, so then at that point, I think it was end of February, beginning of March, we actually ended up applying for a demo permit because it became super apparent to us that we could not make that house into anything. It was a liability to have on the property. It was dangerous to have on the property. It was so like, there's no foundation. It was so weak. It's like the walls wobbled. 
it wouldn't have been worth the time or the money to fix this up to use as a shop or storage. So we decided we'd have to demo it. And that's actually why we're here today because we finally did get to demo the house. So exciting. This got done today, this morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, took only a couple hours. It actually stayed up way stronger than I thought it was going to. Um, <laughs> I thought the rumble of the excavator coming down the driveway would do it. Like you guys, it was so crazy. It was like such a shell of a house. So it's like exciting. It's I'm really kind of done talking about it. And that's why, again, I wanted to come on because I feel like it is such a negative story and it's been hard and it's not even done yet. We're like still hearing rumors that it's like they want to sue us for the year's worth of rent because we didn't move into the house. It's all this stuff. And it's like really heavy. They drive past all the time. Once a day we see them. They lurk past the house. It's like it's so weird. It's not a good vibe. It's like really upsetting. But having the house demoed today, I feel like is such a weight and it's kind of done. It's like you can be upset. She can be upset and I can be upset. But like what's done is done. And now the house is like gone. Um, Oh, I also do want to say, should I talk about like how much the garbage was with like the bins? (laughs) Okay, I also want to say that it's like... On another negative note. On another negative note. I promise I'm going to leave it positive. But on another negative note, it's like we... It's like if anyone's going to be suing anyone over here, it's like we paid... There's these all-in bins where a dump truck comes and drops off this bin and it's just anything goes. It's like you throw your garbage in there. So we had to get one of these. We ordered one. Yeah, so this bin is $175 for a drop-off delivery fee it is ten dollars a day we've been having them for about a week Uh, yeah they're dropped off thursday they're picked up thursday so that's seventy dollars and then it's 300 i think 320 dollars per ton which is two thousand pounds okay our first bin that we got was twelve hundred dollars that we had to pay for this one bin that is how much garbage that we had to put in that bin and that's just one we also got a metal bin that ended up being free because they sell the metal and then we have two more all-in bins so i'm just waiting for the next bill for that one but that like that's crazy it's like and we aren't coming after these people for that because it's just not worth it to me it's like i'm just gonna do that I don't, I don't want to be petty. I don't want to be like asking. Anyway, it's so crazy. It's so much money. Like I said, having that house demo today, it feels like lighter. I it's feel exciting. excited. Like yeah. Ashlyn has the yard really cleaned up and it's like everything. I actually am so shocked. But like I went there because I hadn't been there in like a week or something. And I was like, oh. It's actually clean. Like, it's I like gorgeous didn't think, too. <laughs> I didn't think we were, that it was ever No, be I know. Like that. I mean, and for years we're going to be picking up stuff in the ground like it's crazy but everything's so green right now and to describe the property it's like a full flat acre and you have one neighbor on the one side but it's all treed in on that side so you don't even see them and then it's just surrounded by farm fields and mountains and it's just open and beautiful and then there's so many green trees like on the side of the yard um so yeah we're just at the end of the day wishing for the best manifesting the best and manifesting that we just these people can move on too like I mean obviously we want nothing but the best for them like we want absolutely and I tell everyone who has been along with me in this ride it's like for me this personally has been like sucks for me but to meet this woman and this family they are lovely people like to meet them right it's like she's nice and and, like I just like yeah we just hope that they can hopefully move on. Hopefully they find the right space for themselves. That what's going to be more suiting for them. The house wasn't like a livable situation after getting in there and seeing everything. So that's what I um, mean. Like they're you get a probably sick new, from being in there. Like it's start a new, a new life, a new, sorry, not a new life. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they find something better. Like I just yeah. hope that it's, yeah, more than they even want. And we are moving on with our lives. And yeah, I should yeah. put it to rest. And maybe I'll come on again when my new house is there. Well, and- Alicia, Alicia's <laughs> going to come on because it's funny because she has a business. She's like the reason the reason why I started my business. So we'll definitely have her on again. Just maybe to- I'm going to be new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens to everybody. No one wants to podcast. Every I'm still person- feeling very nervous. And no, out no, of my no. Every person comes on and then every person after is like, 
Okay, like I want to do another episode. Like that was so fun. Yeah, like, cool. Yeah, because you like at the beginning it's so uncomfortable, and then you just start doing it. And you're like, oh, that was the best. I feel like I need a redemption on it because I think I've just talked about the story like. I've just put it in the ground like I've talked about it endlessly I mean you know you're seriously like Alicia I've heard this how many times like it's like it is exhausting so I want to come on and talk about something not this like Like, this is like consuming my life we'll have her like I'll probably do like we can schedule an episode right away but like she is very creative she has like a malt like so many different businesses she like does so many things so she's right my Gemini moon is that what it is the Gemini moon (laughs) they can't figure out what they want no they have a lot of sorry they have a lot of different interests but um yeah, she definitely has a lot to share and more po- like it's a positive note. Yeah, oh my god, I feel like I'm actually quite a positive person. This was oh, just like yeah. crazy. Yeah, and you know what? Like it's so funny too, everyone. They're like, I don't want to come on the podcast because like, I don't feel like I have anything to talk about. I'm like, oh no, no, no. no. There's always things to talk about, There's right? There's always things to talk about. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, you're thank so you for welcome. sharing the story. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I've heard it a zillion times, but I think that definitely like on my Instagram at least, like people like I posted pictures of the property and people are like, what's going on? So. I'll say this, you guys, it's like everyone who sees this house, like if you've come to the property, it, it it's your new obsession. Like everyone's obsessed with this house. We go to parties at friends and they're like, what is going on with the yeah, house? Like it's, it's quite, like, it's quite the, the situation. I mean, the drama is super fun when it's not your own. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's. And you know this about me. I can't even read thriller books. I hate conflict. So this for me is like big stuff. Well, and conflict over like where you're supposed to be living. Like if, if that. Oh my God. With my whole... two kids. Like. Yeah. And again, the sympathy for these people. It's like, I don't want to make people feel bad. Right. It's like, I don't want these people to like not like me. I don't want to feel a negative way about these people. I don't want these people to be hurting well, because of people, me. These people are going to feel negative. About 100%. Whatever, 100%. Like, well, it's not you. It's like, it's, you know, it's That is what like kind of keeps me reassured is that I'm like this house was for sale anyone would be dealing with the same situation it wasn't me personally it's like anyone yeah absolutely yeah okay well yeah I'm I'm trying to think I always have something about oh um do you want to just go ahead really quick and just like share your social medias Oh my god, I don't even know my social media. <laughs> yeah, wait, let me get this out. Just like really brief, like we won't get into it because we'll, yeah. we'll do an episode on it. Another. She, she does nails. She's done nails for a long time. So beauty stuff, microblading, lashes. Yeah, okay. So my beauty page, I do mostly nails. Like if you're going to see the my like nail page, it's nails. And people would probably know me for nails. I do yeah. lashes. Emily taught me how to do lashes. Um, and I actually work for Emily right now doing lashes. But... That one is at Nails with Alicia. And then I've also recently in the past year, it's coming up on a year now, um, got into pottery. So I've been making, and that's a huge story I get into with like my birth and doula and whatever and kind of body image, which we could talk forever about. Um, But that is at The Body Diary. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I've talked about actually about all the, actually this episode's going to come out with my episode and I'm talking about body stuff and I talked about oh. you a little bit on there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming Thanks, on. Thanks, Emily. Okay. Bye. Bye.